Hi, this is Relate to the Bible podcast with Deborah Styling, a podcast that helps listeners realize the Bible is still relevant in the 21st century. Hi, this newest episode of Books of the Bible in Smaller Chunks is called False Reports, Brides, and Justice. It covers Exodus chapter 23, verses 1 through 33. You can also find it at https colon double backslash Bible in Smaller Chunks, B-I-B-L-E. I-N-S-M-A-L-L-E-R-C-H-U-N-K-S dot blogspot, B-L-O-G-S-P-O-T dot com. Felt led to write this for people in our busy world. Um, in doing so, I'm ever mindful of Revelations chapter 22, verses 1 through 18, which says not to add to or take away from anything in the Bible. So I'm contemplating this. And after lots of prayer and continued prayer, I use the King James Version Bible, primarily that, and, and the prayer, and BibleGateway.com at times, and BibleHub.com, and other internet resources as needed. I also felt that to put this into a table format, which might have the possibility to make it faster for people to read or easier to understand. Sometimes within brackets, I have paraphrasing of background information or information to possibly add clarity or more current terms or who's speaking or being spoken to. Sometimes there's condensing, combining, and compressing of similar words. Also, when I get to a passage that's foretelling of a future event, I will tell you, there's a pastry, an asterisk, and it's telling of a future event. And uh, if I can condense it to something brief, I will tell you at the end of the passage what it, that future event is, but a lot of times I can't. Uh, and when we get to the portion where Jesus is speaking, his words will be in red, and I will tell you these are Jesus' words, they're in red, so you know it's that he's the one that's speaking because you can't really see it because I'm telling you it. Okay, Exodus. Chapter 23, verses 1 through 33. You shall not spread false reports, don't join with the wicked to be a false witness. You shall not follow a crowd to do evil, neither shall you falsely testify in a dispute to pervert justice. You shall not show preference to a poor man in his dispute, but you should always be fair. If you come across your enemy straight or ox or donkey, you shall surely bring it back to him again. If you see the donkey or of one who hates you fallen down under its load, you shall surely help him and not turn away. So you're not supposed to be hateful to people that you don't care for or don't care for you, but you're still carefree. I mean, this is a back. I don't know if it's a backstory. It's my opinion of this, and it's um, it's an aside. That's what it is. And you're supposed to help them even if you don't care for them or they don't care for you. You shall not twist the judgment of the poor in his dispute, which shall always be fair. Keep yourselves far from false matter and do not kill the innocent and righteous, for I, the Lord God, will not justify the wicked. Do not take bribes because a bribe blinds those who are supposed to make their decision and perverts the words of the righteous. You shall not oppress a stranger because you were strangers in the land of Egypt and know what it's like. 
Six years you shall sow your land and gather its produce, but the seventh year you shall let it rest and lie fallow, so that the poor of your people may eat, and the beasts of the field may eat what the poor leave. This shall also be done in your vineyard and olive groves. Six days you shall do your work, and on the seventh day you shall rest, so that your ox and donkey may rest, and the son of your handmaid and the stranger may be refreshed. In all I, the Lord God, have told you, be cautious not to mention the name of other gods, neither let it be heard coming from your mouth. Three times a year you shall keep a feast to me. You shall keep the feast of unleavened bread without, and I have without yeast, because not everybody knows unleavened means without yeast. For seven days, and shall only eat unleavened bread seven days, as I commanded you in the appointed time. Uh oh, I got time twice of the month. Abib, because that's when you came out of Egypt, and none shall appear before me empty-handed. Okay, also the beasts of the harvest of the first fruits of your labor, which you have sown in the field, and the feast of ingathering at the end of the year, when you have gathered in the fruits of your labors out of the field. Three times a year, all your mills shall appear before the Lord God. You shall send an angel who will go before you in the journey to keep you going the right way to bring you to the place I have prepared. Beware of him and obey his voice and don't provoke him for he surely won't pardon your transgressions because my name is in him. If you indeed follow his voice and do all that I speak, then I will be an enemy to your enemies and an adversary to your adversaries for you. My angels shall go before you and bring you to the, to the Ammonites. I said it wrong. Amorites. There are Ammonites, but Amorites. Hittites, Perizzites, Canaanites, Hivites, and Jebusites, and I, the Lord God, will cut them off. You shall not bow down to their, and they have within brackets, false, and then it says gods, nor serve them to do their work, and that I have within brackets, those are rituals to the false gods, but you shall utterly overthrow them and break down their, and they have idols within brackets. So you shall serve the Lord your God only, and he will bless your bread and water and take and will take sickness from the midst of you, nor any one or animal suffer miscarriage or be barren in your land, and I will fulfill the, fulfill the number of your days. I will send the fear of my Lord, no, I will send the fear of my terror before you, and I, the Lord God, will destroy all the people to whom you come with confusion and your enemies and will turn their backs and run. Okay, so so it's saying because it's a little bit of an awkward sentence. So when you the Israelites come to their enemies, he's gonna when they're coming to attack them, he's gonna fill them with confusion and they're gonna turn their backs and run. I won't drive I won't drive them out in one year, lest the land become desolate and the beasts of the field become too numerous for you. So, on the side again, he, this is talking about if he takes away all the, Am the Amorites and the Hippites and the Hittites and all of them, Canaanites, um, if he runs them out now, 
the animals will take over and it'll be too hard and the land will grow up and there'll be weeds and bushes and things like that. And the land won't be very easy to, um, oh, I don't know, because I'm paraphrasing all of this, you know, to plow, to live in. It won't be so habitable or be overgrown. So he's doing it little by little. God's doing it little by little. Okay, so I lost where I was. I'm so sorry. Oh, little by little, I will write them out from before you until you have increased and you inherit the land. I will set your boundaries from the Red Sea to the Sea of the Philistines and from the desert to the river. For I, the Lord God, will deliver the inhabitants of the land into your land, and you shall drive them out before you. You shall make no covenant, and I have within brackets contract with them, for there, and I have within brackets false gods nor their false gods. They shall not dwell in your land, lest they make you sin against me. For if you serve their, within brackets again, false gods, it shall surely be a snare to you. The next chapter I read will be chapter 24, verses 1 through 18. And I have titled that Moses goes to, goes on the mountain to speak with the Lord God. Please share this with others. Thank you. Thank you for joining us at Relate to the Bible. I look forward to you joining us next time where you will hear more examples of how you can relate the Bible in ways that are especially meaningful to you.